What's up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan Podcast. And today we have Jerry Abiog on the mic. Jerry's the founder of Standard Insights, and we're here today to talk about how the democratization of AI can help you grow your business in today's challenging climate. So, Jerry, say what's up, and let us know one interesting thing about yourself that most people don't know. Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. And just one thing that people don't know about, co-founding a startup, this wasn't planned. It kind of happened by accident, if you will. <laughs> the accidental entrepreneur. That's all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did not, did not answer an ad on LinkedIn or Monster. Um, you know, start co-founding a startup needed. So it all kind of happened by accident. Yeah. You know, it's funny. There's actually sites nowadays where people will go on and search for partners. I've always found yeah. that really funny because... I, I have too many people who want to share in my business ventures, right? And then you're like, okay, right. I'll pick the right people for this. <laughs> so, Jerry, let's let's hop right in. You know, you and I, we talked about this beforehand, but the whole point of our podcast is to talk about what's working right now so that people aren't, you know, we're kind of cutting through the fluff and getting right to the meat. So, give us sure. a little background on what you're doing and let's get into the meat. Yeah, no, no problem. So, bit about my background. I've got 25 years sales and marketing experience. About nine years ago, I left the corporate world, started my own business, helping software companies with sales and marketing initiatives. And so along the way, you know, the old saying is you learn from your failures. And during this time when I had my own business, I've had some great clients with successful exits. But the one client that was a total failure, a, a total bomb, was an AI startup. So this happened about four years ago, worked for an AI startup, it failed. We, we even had a million dollars worth of funding and not one customer to show for it. But as they say, you learn from your failures. And two things I learned at that time, number one, that regardless of what software that you are selling, your potential customers want something that is easy, simple to use and that will solve their business problem. And number two, there was something bubbling beneath the surface with regards to AI-driven applications. And now uh, some studies indicate that in a short four or five years, it's going to be close to a $400 billion industry. So during this time when the startup I was working with for was imploding, I, uh, through serendipitous events, met my future co-founder. He was visiting from India to Atlanta. He used to live here, and he worked for a Fortune 50 uh, Fortune 50 company as a technological architect. Over a few beers, meeting through mutual friends, he pitched me this idea, and I thought it had enough legs to warrant taking a deep look into it. And the reason I know this, well, I learned from my previous past experience from the other startup that failed. So I took his idea, flew from Atlanta to Denver at the outdoor retail, came back to Atlanta a week later, had my uh, had a couple beta clients and Standard Insights was off and running two years ago. So it kind of happened by accident, but if not for the lessons learned from the past startup failure, what I've gotten here today. That is awesome. Well, so I do want to delve further into that because like you talked about, you know, the first one was a failure, which, you know, we've all done it, you know, how many times, right? <laughs> right. But what, what was the, the, game-changing difference between the last company and this one now, you know, Standard Insights. Why is Standard Insights succeeding at a, such a higher level than, than your previous company? Yeah, easy. 
we focus on our customers. The messaging, the platform is all focused on our customers or potential customers. The last platform I worked with for, it was more tooting our own horn. Yeah. With no regards to what the customer wanted or needed. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I do know that even in our, our business, it's been that same thing. You know, it's, I think we all know it needs to be about the customer, but what people don't think about is that it's, it needs to be about the customer's, um, their, their fears, but also their, their desires. And a lot of people, they try to put themselves in the position of the power, right? We're, right. we're you know, I guess I don't even know how to say it, but you know, we're the people who you should be looking to, but you're saying, Hey, let's, let's get down on their level, put ourselves in their shoes and we'll see the results happen. So I, I do. Yeah. yeah it's kind of easy, hard. Yeah. It's an easy concept, but it's kind of hard to, to implement. Right. But yeah. uh, you know, on the flip side, we're all humans and uh, it's like having a baby. You want your, your baby's like, Hey, it's the best baby in the world. The best looking baby in the world. It may not always be that way. Right. You, you your kids, the best in the world, but yeah, it's, hard it's going against human nature to sometimes think about others ahead of yourself is basically what what it amounted to well especially and because we you're so that. excited about what you're doing yeah. i think a lot of us yeah. run into that problem right man it's just so amazing i just want to brag about it all day yep exactly so maybe you, you pull the throttle back ask the customers the relevant questions and how you could solve their problems or, or challenges and then slowly but surely kind of you know reel them in on how your best bells and whistles can help them out. Yeah. Well, and then let's, let's kind of move the conversation that direction because I know like with you, you know, we talked about this beforehand, but you know, AI is one of those things I think a lot of people just don't really understand. And it seems like this big, complex, ridiculous thing. And what you're talking about is, uh, I can't even say the word democratizing. <laughs> yeah, democratization. It's a little tongue twister there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in essence, in a real high level definition, AI is getting a computer to think and act like a human. And everyone has seen it. The two big companies that are doing it right now are Amazon and Netflix. You know, Amazon with their, with their product recommendations and Netflix with their movie recommendations. So they just basically look at, hey, uh, people like Josh watched, you know, who had similar movie watching patterns may like these movies so that's in essence just real high level what our platform can do it's taken it from the big guys the amazons the netflix and now you can apply those same principles to the small medium or enterprise level businesses it does it's not relegated to the big fortune 500 companies anymore it's not relegated to whoever can afford ibm watson now the everyday guy or gal that has a business that wants to grow and become data driven, we, we can help them with that. That's awesome. Well, because I know a lot of people who listen to our show, you know, they've, they started a business, you know, they bootstrapped themselves. They might've grown it to like a million a year, for example, with just them or maybe one or two other people. And so they're saying, you know, how do I step it up to the next level? And one of the things that intrigued me about bringing you on our show was talking about, you know, really AI can, can be, introduced at an earlier stage than most people would would imagine. So for a lot of people who are kind of in that newer stage, you know, less than a million dollars in revenue, what would you tell them is the first step towards AI that they should be taking? Yeah, the first step, so businesses typically want two things. Number one is new business or new customers. And the second part is to keep those customers uh, repetitively. So we focus on the latter part, driving repeat business from your existing customer base. 
Now, as long as you have a minimum customer base of at least, say, 250 people, you can start to use AI in a platform like ours. And it's all about relevant customer engagement and the three principles that we look at. And Josh, every company or any software company or consultant or come to you and say, hey, we're going to help you drive sales, improve efficiencies. We're no different, but we go, we peel back the onion, if you will. And we talked about earlier it's about the customer. So one thing is the three principles we, we abide by is number one is the customer experience. Number two is preventing customer indecision. And number three is telling your customers what to do next. So whether you're an online business, restaurant, in financial services, and you've got a, at least a minimum customer base of 200, 200 plus, you need to really focus on them improving their customer engagement to drive continued growth. At the same time, obviously drive new business, but it has to be both a you know, dual strategy. Driving repeat business, the old 80-20 rule from your existing customer base, at the same time, bring new business, new customers in. Yeah, that is awesome. Well, and so when, when they're trying to, to instigate this, I mean, what's, what's the reason why they would want to, to use this AI? I mean, I, I know there's, there's certain results tied to it, but a lot of people are like, yeah, I'll get to that kind of thing eventually. But what, what's kind of the immediate result that happens when you start? I mean, you said if you have 200 customers, what kind of results can you get with 200 customers? Yeah, so it's, it's all about competing. And, and it's all about beating your a competitor. So let's take, for example, two restaurants and say, let's say they both have 200 customers and that's a small mom and pop restaurant up the street uh, from you. You got uh, restaurant number one that has no customer engagement. They have no idea what those 200 customers are ordering. All they know is that they have 200 customers right. that, that, that are in, in, you know, in their books. You know, restaurant B who's, you know, more proactive and forward thinking, okay, they've got 200 customers, but they know what each of those 200 customers are likely to order and they prioritize and execute on it. I'll give an example. So um, I like hot wings and light beer. So I tend to drink the Pilsners and lagers. Maybe Josh likes mild wings and the heavier IPAs. So now what's a smart restaurant to do, assuming everything's equal with 200 customers? So maybe they send me a text or an email saying, hey, we have a hot wing special or a you know, light beer special. And they send Josh maybe an IPA or you know, mild wings. So yeah, just chicken wings and beer, but using AI, restaurant B knows what, Josh and Jerry are predicted to order. And when you have that dialed in, your revenues will increase more so than the, the restaurant that's doing nothing and just, you know, not even engaging with their current 200 customers. So it's being relevant at the right point in time that will get your customers to buy. See, and I love that because, you know, as a marketer, you know, I started out in the Facebook ad space and, yeah. and, you know, we see, we see as marketers kind of the, I guess the consumer end of right. the AI, right? So we see, okay, like I can use 
um, audience insights for Facebook, or I can use Google keyword research or what have you. And those sort of things are, I mean, they're great for, for getting started, but I've even found when we layered in, so we, we use ClickFunnels ActionEdX subscription, which is, uh, yeah. it tracks kind of what they're doing. It's basic, uh, basic AI, but what it'll do is it allows us to start segmenting our audience better and we can make better right. tailored offers. And it's crazy. I mean, you'll, you'll see a 10 to 20% increase in sales just by implementing yeah. one little thing like that. Just crazy. And you're right. It's basic AI and that's it. But at the end of the day, you've got to actually do it. You've actually got to put words into action, thoughts into action. And if you're not doing that, and if your you know, data is just living in the garage and you're not taking action on it, then that data is worthless. Right. Well, and, and I know this is going to be a very elementary question, but I think a lot of people don't really understand what data is and what they should be looking right. for. So in a small business context, what type of data should they be looking to collect? Yeah, it's just your customer behavior. You know, pull it out of your point of sale system. What, you know, Josh and Jerry have ordered over the course of two years. I mean, that's, a, that's the easiest way to do that. You know, take a look at what Josh has ordered and, and analyze the trends and have AI analyze the trends. You know, if it's just looking at our behavior patterns in the course of two years, yeah, you don't need a computer to do that. But once you've got 200 customers and can you find out all the trends and the, and the nuances, that's where AI can help. So as your data set grows, as a customer base grows, you can use AI to identify the trends and then send relevant messaging to Josh or Jerry that'll make them come into the restaurant and buy from you again. Yeah, I love that. Well, and what's really funny, I've, I've seen this happening in, in a lot of these larger brands, especially in the online space. This is so easy because if you have their email, I mean, you yeah. know everything about them. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think people realize like how much they're giving away when they give their email away because, I mean, Facebook alone has 52,000 um, data points on you. They know 52,000 yeah. different things about you. That's more than I know about myself, Right. Right. They, but they'll be able to, if you're in the marketing sector whatsoever, in the online space, collecting that information, like you're saying, you're getting their name, their phone number, their email address. But then what you're talking about is a much higher level, right? What, what are yeah. they buying? What are they interested in doing? You know, do they watch exactly? Videos? Do they watch videos on exploration, right? If they're doing that, yeah. I'm going to say, hey, here's this food you can, this is a trail mix you can bring up into the mountains, you know? Right. And it's all about getting, you know, looking at data, I'll give you demographic data, geographic data, psychographic data, behavior data. But I mean, data is everywhere. Unless you're, you know, locked down, shut down and not and using a flip phone or um, paying your bills by cash or money orders, you're giving your data. I mean, what we're using right now on Zoom, Zoom has our data. They oh, know yeah. how, how much time we're, we're talking and spending um, the average length of your podcast, right? So unless you want to live in, in a cave, you're part of the, this massive world we live in of, of data that is, you know, you're giving a lot of your data away unless you want to live in a cave. Right. Well, instead of being scared of it, it's, it's learning to leverage it, right? Because yeah. the businesses that are really going to win, this is what I love about companies like yours. You know, Standard Insights is a company that's future-based. They're future-thinking. They're saying, hey, in yeah. 10 years, there won't be a business that traditionally does their marketing anymore. Yeah, because they're going to have an automated system that says every time you get a customer, 
here's five different marketing systems that are going to be sent out to them, right? And so you don't even have to worry about a marketing team other than building new ads and things like that because your AI is doing everything for you. Yeah. I mean, it's all about prioritizing and then executing. Yeah. That's it. And a lot of people miss out on the execution part. Right. It's like reading something online. Hey, you need to, to be healthy. You need to work out. You need to eat healthy. And that's all fine and dandy. And you read it and it's up here but it's all about execution. Yeah, I love that. Well, Jerry, you know, we're coming to the end of this, this show today, but I, I want to know what's, what's the one thing you would recommend to our audience? If they had to start somewhere, let's say they have no AI in place whatsoever, where's the first place they should start? Well, they should reach out to me. Go to our website, standardinsights.io. There's a book a demo button. They can book a demo and see if uh, Standard Insights is a tool that can help them grow. Yeah. And I would highly recommend that because I mean, going, going somewhere like to Jerry is going to allow you to really get an understanding of how to work best for your business to, to implement AI. So again, that's standardinsights.io, correct? Yes. Awesome. You got it. So head on over to standardinsights.io and Jerry, give us one last parting piece of guidance and then we will say goodbye. Yeah, man. It's Josh. It's, it's very simple. It's hard work. I mean, it's what my parents taught me. It's what I'm, continue to live each and every day. It's hard work, man. Just whatever you want to accomplish in life, whether it's on a professional, personal basis, it's hard work. I love that. You know, I, one of my favorite quotes is, is do the, what's this? Do, do the harder rights, not the easier wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's one of the most beautiful things. So Jerry, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hey, thanks, Josh. Appreciate it.